Monday. Welcome to Stat Stoppers. As always, I'm your host, Mees. I'm joined by my drinking buddy, Dylan. Hey, cheers, Mees. Cheers. cheers to Stat Stoppers. Uh, we're not getting drunk, by the way. We're just having <laughs> a singular drink on a weekend. Yes. Yes. Uh, but we are back <laughs> with another weekly recap. Dylan is actually back for the first time in person in a couple of weeks. In two weeks, I think. In yeah, two weeks, I'm, yeah. I'm here, guys. It's not just... Not me or a picture of me. It's actually me. Oh, yeah. I forgot there was just not you. There was just not me for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, let's just jump straight into it with our news roundup. So, our first piece of news here is uh, a pretty unfortunate injury to John Wall. So, he had a hamstring injury. Is out for, I think it was supposed to be like 12 weeks, but... At this yeah. point, it's was the it entire 12? season. Was it 12 weeks? Something like that. I thought it was like... I did not know it was that serious. I thought it was like a minimal hamstring injury that he just decided, oh, I'm just going to kick the rest of the season. No, I thought it was like supposed <coughs> to cover well over the rest of the season or something right. like that. Okay, that's not good news then. Yeah, that's I might be thinking something different. But that's more serious than I thought then, um, if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's getting up there in age. He's obviously not quite as speedy as he used to be Right. anyway. But yeah, no... Uh, hamstring injury like that can't be particularly good. No, especially for 12 weeks, it's a pretty decent injury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was helping the Rockets win, I guess, and now he's not helping them win, which is good. Was he helping them win? He was there for the 20. True. <laughs> <laughs> he was there for that. <laughs> he was part of that. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. As, you know, John, this was sort of just, you know, John Wall getting back on the court this year, which was good to see anyway. Yeah. Um, but hopefully this hamstring isn't anything serious. Yeah. I kind of want to check this real quick. Um, while you do that, I just remembered a different piece of news uh, that we didn't write down. LeBron's back. Yeah, LeBron's back. <laughs> what? We didn't write that down. Welcome back, LeBron. Yeah, welcome back, LeBron. Um, obviously, he he's getting back into form. I did see a quote from him earlier today talking about how he feels like he'll never be 100% again. Yeah, but th- he has said that before. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, that's a very interesting um, comments from Lebr- LeBron there um, about that. It's sort of like, he said very pessimistic about the whole experience. Yeah. Um, which, I, I think know. he's just old and he, you know, he understands that he's not going to heal the same way he did when he was in his 20s. Yeah. Like, his injuries are always going to kind of nag him. I think, who was it? I think it was like Tim Duncan that said... Um, once you've got more than four ice packs on you after a game, it's time to retire. It's time to retire. It might have been Tim Duncan. It might have been Richard Jefferson, though. <laughs> that feels like a Richard Jefferson quote more than it does. Oh, than Tim for Duncan sure. Quote. Actually, that would have been Richard Jefferson in the Lockdown podcast when he interviewed Malik Beasley, because I remember he was saying that about <laughs> Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley, for some reason, had a bunch of ice packs on him. He's like, dude, you're acting like a 40-year-old. <laughs> He's like, this is, yeah, it's getting out of hand. That's a weird callback from a podcast that was probably like four years ago. That is good. This is a real Nuggets fan right here. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to every Lockdown episode while he was on the Nuggets. Didn't listen to it before? Haven't listened to it since. <laughs> That's a real Nuggets fan. <laughs> You're either with me or against me, RJ. <laughs> Actually, no, I did I did listen to the ones with LeBron, I think. The recent ones. Not right. that recent, but oh, let me just close that. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's a more or less a good rule of thumb to go by, I feel like. More or less. Yeah, too many ice packs. Yeah. yeah. It's just too hard after a while. Any, any word uh, on the John Wall Yeah, stuff? it said four to eight weeks uh, for a okay. grade two hamstring strain. So, a strain, you know, not as bad for John Wall, but like four to eight weeks is a long time. Yeah, and like, obviously, if it was earlier in the season, it wouldn't have been out for the season, but... Yeah. Yeah. And like, if it was anything worth playing for, then he, yeah. he would also maybe be back. <laughs> but right now, they are well and truly 
worst record in the league, and I think they're going to stay there. I feel like so. I don't know. <laughs> the Thunder are really pushing for they it. They are really. <laughs> they've had a couple of. They're having a try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, next piece of news here. Uh, Kelly Oubre, torn ligament in his wrist and palm. And I didn't know about this one. I yeah, didn't. I only saw this today. I'm not sure where this occurred or how it happened or anything like that, but he's currently seeking, you know, medical opinions on whether or not he can play through it. So it can't be too, too serious, but, you know, that's something that's nagging that's not great for a team that, you yeah, know, trying to trying to make the playoffs, obviously. And he's, he's not the most important player for them, but he, he obviously does stuff. Yeah, but, like, I feel like, you know, Issues in your wrist at, like, palm, mm. they matter if you're an offensive player. Yeah. Which Not as much. I don't know. I see... I, do you see him as an offensive player? Uh, I feel like he tries to be an offensive player, you know? Also, I'm not sure if it's his shooting hand or not. Right. Yeah. But, you know... Even a, still. a defensive specialist can get by a little bit better Yeah, with a not-so-great working wrist. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully it's something he can play through because that's a... a Decent wing presence to lose for the Warriors if he's not able to play. I mean, I think the thing is, like, at this point for the Warriors, is is Steph going to get them into the playoffs or not? I was going to say, does it actually even matter? I genuinely don't think it does. <laughs> at, at this point, neither do I. <laughs> he could be playing with you and me. And <laughs> it's like he will make the playoffs or he won't. It just, that's what will happen. Yeah, it all, it all depends on Steph. So, yeah. I mean, but it helps. <laughs> it does help. It does help. <laughs> Having Kelly Ubre over me helpful <laughs> <laughs> confirmed useful useful swap yeah all right uh now we had a couple of signings that you and i are both big fans of i yeah, think yeah sure so we've got yogi ferrell signs with the clippers for the rest of the season and uh non-guaranteed next season mm. i think we talked about yogi not too long ago oh like a couple months ago right being like hey what happened to him? Yeah. I want him back in the league. Like, I got Yogi Fever for a little while. Yeah, for real. Where is this guy? Um, Yogi when he was on the when he was on the Kings. Mavs. I uh, had Yogi Fever when he was on the Mavs. Oh, I, I was... Okay, I caught the fever early. Um, <laughs> I saw him on the Kings when he was going off. Um, or did he start on the Mavs, then go to the Kings? I think he might have started on the Mavs. Okay, well then you started early. <laughs> um, yeah, Yogi, Yogi Fever, I'm, I'm happy to have him back around. He's a fun sort of electric scoring guard um he's obviously a bit undersized for the nba compared to other point guards but he's fun to have around and you know it, it seems like the clippers can't get enough point guards at this point and so i mean yeah why not keep i mean around? yeah one likable point guard in their rotation one likable player in their rotation can't right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so he started his career actually in brooklyn but then he got traded to the mavericks in his rookie yes, season i remember that now yeah yeah i got i think i got uh Yogi Fever in his second season. like With the Mavs. Yeah, his full season with the Mavs. Right. Um, and the Clippers also signed DeMarcus Cousins. Yes. Someone who is not a likable player in their rotation. I like I like Boogie. Yeah. I'm a Boogie fan. He had a good game today. He did have a good game today against the Nuggets. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a fun game to watch. But yeah, Boogie back. I mean, also good. Yeah. I mean, it's good for the league. Yeah, he's just... He's just... A, as such a talented guy, yeah. it's hard to see him out of the Like, league. you were looking at his numbers early today, and oh. it is ridiculous Rid- what he was putting up just two years ago. Ridiculous. 25, 13, and 5, I think he put up with the Pelicans yeah. in his last healthy season. Yeah. yeah just a- nuts. And we just saw uh, a stat, an article by Hoops Hype, about um, how he's the fastest player to go from being an all-star to a 10-day. Like, the yeah. shortest turnaround from being an all-star to just being on a 10-day deal. Yeah, and which is sad. Very sad, yeah. yeah. Like, 
to go from and it's all injuries. It was completely out of his control, yeah. which is which sucks because like you know we're kind of re-entering that big man renaissance. But like Boogie was kind of the guy that carried us over to here. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit with you. I was like, you know, thinking back on it, Demarcus is kind of like a Jokic light light version like, in terms of the passing. In terms of the passing, like he averaged like three and a half assists, and it crept up to five and a half towards yeah. his like peak years. Um, and yeah, he can stretch it from outside. But um, like, I wouldn't even call him a Jokic light. He was just his own thing. Like, yeah, I think I, he deserves the respect of just being like he was. Yeah, his, he was a Demarcus Cousins kind of player for sure. He was a bully inside and just big boards, big stats. He, you know, he put up fifty a couple times mm. in his last years with the Kings. He might have done it with the Pelicans too. Did Maybe. he put up sixty one time? I don't think I so. I think fifty six might be his career high. I can check. Um, that. But yeah, it's just good to have him back. Um, obviously, with the ACL and then the Achilles after that. Or they might have been the other way around. Um, yeah, injuries out of his control, but good to see him back around, um, back around in the league, and hopefully he can help the Clippers out a little bit. He's a sort of dynamic offensive player, another big for them um, in their his career of, high is fifty six. Yeah, yes, in um, their three big rotation, and you know around the playoffs, hopefully he can help them out a little bit. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just checking his playoff like game highs and stuff. No, right. fourteen points is his playoff high. Yeah, because he's. I think his playoff debut was with the Warriors. That's right. Yeah, he got injured like for the he Pelicans. Got injured one. before the Pelicans made it. Yeah. Mm. Which is tough to see. That is very tough to see. Hang on, he only hit fifty in that one season. That season he had fifty six. Oh wait, no, sorry. The next season he had a fifty-five point game. Interesting. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, he put up big numbers. Yeah. Even with the Kings. Yeah. And now the other contract, which we both. Love, but are so confused by. So confused. Innocent Varagia. He's back. On the Cavs. What? <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> this guy's been out of the league, was it two years? Two years, I think. Two years. And I think the last team he played, was it the FIBA Brazilian team? Was that the last team he played for? Or just a league in Brazil? I have no idea. Just, where did this come from? I'm convinced this dude is in debt. And needs some money. But he's still being paid by, like, the Blazers or whoever uh, it was. No, he must have sold that off to someone. He's promised <laughs> He's promised too much money away, and the Cavs are helping him out, uh, obviously, with his years with LeBron there. Like, he's so old. Like, is he trying to make a comeback into the league? He can't. Isn't he 39? He's, like, 38. Yeah. Like, it's not going <laughs> to work, Anderson. I'm sorry, man, but, like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, great career. Respect to what you did. You made some bucks, but... Oh, where did this come from? I was blown away. My, Did I tell you my actual reaction? No. I thought this was an old archived oh, that's Bleacher right. Report that's right. update that they <laughs> accidentally sent out onto my phone. And I didn't believe it until I saw Instagram like a couple hours later. Like, it was just ridiculous. Henderson like, Varish. Yeah, he's back, baby. <laughs> it's not like he was... I mean, he was obviously a good player. I think he. I think we looked here like 14 and 14 one season, yeah. which is like very good, actually. But yeah. What? What? <laughs> I mean, oh, imagine if he did make a comeback, though. That'd be great. Imagine if he put up 14-14 for the Cavs next year or something. Wait, you think he stays on the Cavs? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> See, I think if it's a comeback, he's on the Cavs. The Cavs are doing him a favor by letting him showcase his abilities. There's and then he tries to go to a contender. There'll be like six games left by the time he plays. <laughs> That's six more games than he could have shown people uh, otherwise. This, it's so weird. <laughs> Imagine rocking up for the last six games of the season <laughs> and then be like, all right, deuces, I'm out. <laughs> Is there anyone from the Cavs? Oh, I guess Kevin Love would have played with him. It's like, hey, yeah. maybe it's, maybe that's what it is. It's yeah, just like a friend for Kevin Love. Yeah, maybe they, after the Kevin Love situation, 
was it earlier this week? So that's another piece of news. <laughs> that's <laughs> his, right. His tantrum on the court. They were just like, oh, we need to get this dude a friend. Yeah. Like, he's about to lose it here. <laughs> yeah, and it, it has to be like a pre... It has to be someone who was there pre-LeBron. Like, it can't be like right. a... Channing Fryer or Richard Jefferson or anyone like that because yeah. it's like no nah, they came in because of LeBron yeah yeah <laughs> Verge, well I mean Verge was kind of there for LeBron but he was already there yeah true um, yeah just the weirdest piece of news yeah <laughs> maybe all season <laughs> maybe yeah. like just a complete shock factor yeah it's like why that is the real question <laughs> All right, uh, last piece of news that we uh, that we remembered at least. Yeah. We, something else might pop up. <laughs> uh, the Nuggets finally get their G League squad in the Grand Rapids. Wh- where are the Grand Rapids based? It was mm. like, was it in Pennsylvania? Or was like, it? What's the city name? I did not write that down. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> they got a G League team. Very good. far away from Denver. I, I know that much. Very far. It's not near Denver. Yeah. <laughs> the 29th team to get a G League team. I believe the Blazers were the only one who don't yeah, have one Yeah, I think they're now. the last one to not have one. Yeah. Um. I The, the reason this is news to me is because I was a Sioux Falls Skyforce fan, which is <laughs> actually the the Heat's G League affiliate because they would take on the Nuggets development guys. Yeah, uh, Monte Morris played for the Sioux Falls Skyforce. I still like them on Facebook, by the way. There you go. <laughs> I'm not unliking them, just because I'm now a Grand Rapids fan. Um, oh, wait, is Grand Rapids a city? It must be. Wait, what? The Grand Rapids Drive? Yeah. Wait. Maybe Grand Rapids is the city. Yeah, it says the Grand Rapids are part of the Pistons. What? Are you sure it was the Grand Rapids? Yeah, Grand Rapids plus Denver, it says right oh. there. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know, I think it's in Michigan. Right, the anyway. city of Grand Rapids is in Michigan. <laughs> Weird, um, very strange. But no, I mean a lot of teams have like G League affiliates in other States, areas. Yeah. Sioux Falls is nowhere near Miami. Yeah, it's in like I think it's in Idaho or something. It's probably that's probably part of the reason why the Nuggets were sending guys there. Like I don't know yeah. geography, but Idaho is like relatively close. I don't know. I don't know to Colorado. I, I think. No I think. You know, all, all this talk about the heat culture. I think they chose Sioux Falls. They got Sioux Falls, whatever, because it's such a middle of nowhere town it's yeah. nowhere near like it's nowhere near like the vibe of Miami at all it's like not a fun place to be according to Duncan Robertson who played there right in his rookie year or something like it's just there's nothing to do except for good get good at basketball pretty much <laughs> yeah so I mean and it worked it worked for Monte Morris at least yeah um, I feel like a lot of G League places are like that they're just places to go and focus on basketball, basketball. Yeah. yeah which is obviously what they want yeah, yeah. alright uh did any other news come to your head while we were talking about that? It, it did not. All right. It seems like we've got all of it. Don't let us know if we missed anything. <laughs> uh, let's get to one big question. So we're doing it a bit differently this week in that we're asking, we're not talking about specific teams. We're just asking questions. And the first question here we have is, which team are you ready to panic for? And the reason I ask this <laughs> is because we're going to hit the panic button. Oh, no. <laughs> Show them that panic button. <laughs> the panic button. I just wrote big red button on it. Big red button. I've had this for quite a while. but um, <laughs> I did not know what you were reaching for. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wanted to add the question. I just wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to debut the panic Press button. Press the button. <laughs> I, I saw my sister just then. I had left in her car before now. <laughs> So you came in and hit it and then grabbed it. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just like flipped open the calendar that it's behind that you guys can't see. And you're just like, oh, that's there. 
<laughs> but the fact that you hit it is fantastic. I hit that there, yeah. I'm very proud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Dylan, which team are you ready to hit the panic button I for? <laughs> I'm about to hit the panic button for the Blazers. Um, <laughs> the panic button. Um, <laughs> the panic button, yes. <laughs> I hope uh, that's picking up. <laughs> is it? I think it is. Oh, that'll do. Um, yeah, the Blazers, they're in a weird situation where they haven't been very good the last couple of games. Dame's had a bit of a skid, although I think he's picked it up against the Nets. He had a 30-point piece. Um, but they're sort of in a precarious pos- pos- uh, pos- position position right now. Um, they are pretty comfortably seventh. Like They're not really going to drop any further than no. that. But they're also not going to get to sixth. Probably not, um, And But I, the thing is, the teams behind them... I can see in a play-in tournament scenario both the Grizzlies and the Warriors beating the Blazers. Really? In one-off games. Mm, I just... I don't think they fall to eighth. I think they get that. I think they win that 7-8 matchup. Like, I mean, it's very likely going to be the Grizzlies. Right. And that's who they beat in the yeah, play-in last, games. Teams, uh, last year. <laughs> uh, I'm not ready to panic on the Blazers. I think... Like, it's bad that they're going to end up in the seven seed, but, like, yeah. I think they keep the seven seed. It's just... Su- they've just been super shaky the last couple games, and, like, I don't know. It, I feel like in two games, John Morant can do some crazy shit. Um, Sorry, it is only one game with the Grizzlies. Is it? So, they play one game against That's the Grizzlies. Right. The loser of that will play the winner of yeah, Warriors. Well, okay, so here's likely. the thing, right? They play the Grizzlies once. John Morant goes crazy. They shoot the lights out, whatever. The yep. Grizzlies get one game. If the Blazers lose that first game against the Grizzlies, they're, they most play likely, the Warriors. they're most likely playing the Warriors. And, like, at this point, I'm not ready to count out Steph. I would pick the Warriors over the Blazers. I just yeah. count on them beating the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, yeah. Which is, like, a, it's a fair pick. Like, I think most, you know, points of reference pick to pick the Blazers beating yeah. the Grizzlies. Um, but, you know, in a one-off game, I could see it happening. Um, that was the matchup last year in the play That was, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Dan went off and stuff, but I don't know. I could I could see it happening where the Blazers, you know, they've been a bit shaky and they're in a bit of a... The teams behind them aren't complete write-offs, you know. Like, there's some serious talent there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, no, I, I'm not ready to panic just because I think I would almost certainly pick them over the Grizzlies. All right. Uh, the team I'm ready to hit the panic button for is <laughs> the Nuggets. Um, and the reason for that is because they're going to play the Lakers in the first round and they're going to lose. It's just that simple. <laughs> they managed to beat the Clippers today and climb to third as the Lakers fell to sixth. <laughs> Which is heartbreaking in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's about probably going to stay that way as we well. We talked about all the scenarios where the where the Nuggets escaped the Lakers in the first round and it just doesn't seem to be coming. <laughs> I don't think it is. All the forces of the universe are against the Nuggets right now. And like... Yeah, we talked about like obviously the Mavericks are the preferred first round matchup for sure. For and then and the Nuggets should be their preferred matchup yeah, as well. Sure. And then followed by the Clippers and then the Lakers, obviously a last out of realistic matchups. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> it's just tough seeing all the different scenarios where, like, if the Nuggets didn't win this game today, they would be fat, facing the Mavs, the and Mavs. like it would be almost impossible for them to catch the Clippers as well because they'd be a game went off back and down the tiebreaker. Yeah, but now but now they're half a game up and up the tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> so we're counting on either the Mavericks to drop or the Lakers to rise, which is unlikely because the Mavs have like the easiest schedule in the league. Yeah, <laughs> and mm. the Lakers also have a pretty. Do they have a decent schedule? It's a decent schedule. It's not like... It's relatively easy, I think, but yeah. it's not like... 
Mavs level easy. Yeah. I don't think. I guess it, and like, uh, as we talk about and this, I don't I, think the Lakers care. But I also feel like if they did care, it would be the Nuggets. That would be the matchup. Yeah, for sure. They would much rather play the Nuggets than the Clippers in the first round. Yeah. They already beat the Nuggets in five games, and now the Nuggets are missing their second best player. Yeah. So, <laughs> bit of a a lose-lose situation. Oh, no. Mm. They lost the win-lose situation yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Which is tough to see for a Nuggets fan right next to me. Yeah, I just I just wanted to hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not gonna lie, if you do if you do play the the Mavs, if by the grace of God you play the Mavs in the first round, I could see a Western Conference Finals run for the Nuggets. So could I. That's why I want to play yeah. the Mavs. <laughs> like I legitimately think they could make the West. They're nine and one since Jamal Murray went out. Like yeah, surely they have a shot. Which is why it's so devastating <laughs> that they're about to play the Lakers <laughs> and lose in the first round. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, they could play the Mavs and then probably the Suns or the Jazz. I would. I mean, I think the Nuggets. I think I'd pick the Nuggets over the Suns. Jazz. Yeah. I, it's a coin flip. I think. But yeah, I, I saw the Jazz move back up to first yeah. today as well. Yeah, but obviously, I think the Suns have played one less game because they're a half a game back, right? Yeah, now. yeah. So that's what that would be. That's yep. sort of gonna. Teeter totter yeah. for the rest of the a little bit, regular yeah. season, yeah. Um, but yeah, very tough. Yeah, <laughs> very sad. It was just fun hitting the button. It was fun to hit the button. Do you want to hit it again? Yeah, one last <laughs> time. Yeah, this was a good remise. I enjoyed this. <laughs> I've owned that for like two years, and I've just been meaning to bring it for so long. <laughs> like last time I came up from home with my sister, I accidentally left it in the car. I was meaning to bring it in. Right, left it in the car. I saw her for the first time in her car in a little while, yeah. and I managed to grab it off her. Oh, very good. I was <laughs> like, why is it in the car in the first place? But that makes sense. It was like, I couldn't keep it in my bag, because it would just keep going off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very annoying on the trip home. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was very bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, our next question here, though, is which team has the most work to do in the last two weeks? And I'll go first, this one. Yep. Uh, I say the Sixers slash the Nets. So both of them, because... I think they want to... I think they both want to be the first seed. Right. Just because the second seed very likely plays either the Heat or the Celtics. The first seed plays the Hornets. Yeah. I think that's a very, very clear decision of what you want. Yeah. Oh, right. In the first round. Yeah. In the first round. Uh, in the first yeah. round. Yeah. Yep, yep. I think that's a very clear decision of what you want in the first round. I think the Heat or the Celtics could give either of those teams a scare. The Hornets will get swept. It's yes. that simple. <laughs> it is that simple. <laughs> Unless some sort of meteoric collapse happens for either of those teams yeah the Hornets are getting swept yeah um, yeah at first I was a bit shocked um, at why you'd pick these two teams but now that makes a lot of sense because you're right the Celtics and the Heat are currently the 6th um, and 7th seed yeah um, they're both tied for 6 right now um, and yeah like obviously the, the Heat went to the finals last year yeah the Celtics on paper should be like the fourth seed. They're a conference finals kind of team. Yeah. yeah uh, just with the talent they have on the team. Yep. Obviously, with Tatum going for 60 this week, which we'll get to later. Neither of those teams are pushovers. Right. Whereas um, the Hornets are uh, kind of pushovers. They are pushovers. They're, f- they're fraud eight seeds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, actually, well, I'll get to my biggest frauds later, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It, it is an interesting, like, what where are they at currently? In terms of one-two ranking, that is a good question. I should check that. They're pretty close. I feel like. I, I think, think they're, they're very close. They're either a game or half a game from each other. Uh, each other. The Nets are half a game up on the Sixers, and that's just because the Sixers have played one fewer games. Right. And it, they're playing the Spurs, the Bulls, the Rockets, the Pelicans, the Pistons, 
a lot of really easy games. Really winnable games for a Sixers team that seems to do it against lesser teams, I feel like. Yeah, um, the Nets do have a much, much, much harder schedule. They have the Bucks twice, the Mavs, the Nuggets. Yeah, so there's a real potential for um, the sort of the Sixers maybe getting a few games up Yeah, um, on the one seed. I don't know about a few games. Like one or two games. One or two games. A bit of breathing room at least. A little bit, yeah. Where it's not just going to flip-flop every day. Um, Yeah, that is really interesting to watch now that you bring it up. Um, Yeah. Because, yeah, I feel like both teams would much, obviously much rather play the the Hornets. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, it's not like I would pick either the Heat or the Celtics against either of those two teams. But like, you don't want a scary first round matchup and then you have to go in and play against, who's the third seed currently? The Bucks. Yeah, you don't want to, you know, play the Bucks after getting beat up by the Heat. Right, and then, you know, project to go forward another two rounds after that. Yeah. yeah. Um, very tough. My um, my uh, teams that have the most work to do are kind of, we already talked about them, are the Heat and the Celtics. Right. Because um, I think both of them want to get the fifth seed right now from the Hawks. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. The Hawks are a fraud, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what are they doing up there? <laughs> what? <laughs> How has this happened? How have we allowed this to happen? <laughs> Can we start beating up on the Hawks, please? Um, yeah, both of them right now, they're tied for six. They're half a game back from the Hawks, who are in fifth. Um, and then the Knicks right now are in fourth, which, you know, we'd love to see, but talk about favourable first-round matchups. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the Knicks would be the pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm desperately wanting my Heat to move up here. Uh, both the Heat and the Celtics play tomorrow um, after this comes out. Um, if the Celtics lose this, we will be in the sixth seed, and then hopefully we can uh, beat the Hawks out for the fifth. Why not try to get to fourth? Play the Hawks in fifth. <laughs> I mean, no, I feel like the I think the <laughs> Knicks the are a separation above. Yeah, yeah. There's only a game between them. I thought it was more than that. One game between Knicks and Hawks. Okay. Though I don't see the Knicks falling below the Hawks. No, I don't see that either. Um, but yeah, both these teams have real, you know, belief in themselves that they can make a Western Conference, uh, an Eastern Conference Finals or something. Um, and like, that path gets much, much harder if they have to play either the Nets, the Sixers, or the Bucks in the first round. So yeah. that fifth spot is absolutely coveted right now. Um, and yeah, both of those teams are trying to make a push and get up there because the Celtics have turned it on since we've, you know, slandered them. Yeah. Um, the Heat, uh, I feel like are a postseason team. They're not a regular season team. They've just got all the all the pieces for a postseason run. Um, that I feel like constantly come in and out during the regular season. Um, so if they could get the fifth seed and play the Knicks in the first round, that'd be primo. It's uh, funny how <laughs> all the top teams are like so far separated and they're just trying to avoid each other. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if the Sixers get the first seed, I feel like that'd be even better for whoever um, gets the fifth seed. Yeah. But like, I feel like in the West, the only teams you don't want to see are the late, uh, the LA teams. Whereas right. in the East, you don't want to see any other team. Yeah. Like, you want to see the Hawks, you want to see the Knicks, or you want to see the Hornets. Yeah. Every other team, go away. No, yeah. no thank <laughs> you. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be... I feel like the Heat are going to lock in. Um, and obviously the Celtics are going to try and do the same, but I, I feel fairly confident the Heat can pull out a pretty decent stretch here in these last eight games, I think it is. Mm. Um, they've got a fairly easy schedule, I feel like. Very winnable games. I think they played, they play the Hornets tomorrow, actually. Um, they just beat the Cavs today. Um, but they've also got a few catch-up games to play towards the end of the season. Right. Yeah, so it'll be just interesting to see how those play out. Because was it you that said they're all back-to-back, pretty much? 
Like, yeah, at least how it's listed on the Google schedule is it's three straight days. Yeah. But that's the case for a lot of teams who have a makeup right, game. Right. And I think most teams have a makeup game at this point. At least one or two, yeah, yeah. for sure. And like teams like the Sixers have heaps, don't they? Do they? Because they missed a bunch of games due to COVID, didn't they? Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. I will check. <laughs> um, the Sixers have only one. Only one. Only one makeup game. That's very yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. right now I feel like the teams with the most to do are the Heat and the, the Celtics for that fifth seed. Right. Yeah. So only one makeup game that's time is yet to be determined. Okay. I don't know if the right. other games uh, are makeup games either. But Right. Um, but yeah. So just kind of the East is... There's a lot to do in the There's East. A lot like the West the seems fairly set. A lot of it feels More fairly set. Less. Like you're at most you're jumping up or down one seed. Yeah. And even then a lot of the teams don't care who they match up with. Right. But yeah, in the East there's a lot more. Yep. All right. Uh let's move on to the next question, which is which team would be the happiest if the season ended today? Dylan, do you want to take this one first? Uh yeah, I mean I cuz I'm just, very surprised by your answer. I've kind of just talked about this. It's the Hawks because they ha- the the Hawks are the only team like where they are right now. This is the only chance they have to get out of the first round. Yeah, but if like they- even then, it's so slim. Yeah, but like it's sure, more I'll- than zero. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely more than zero. I'll <laughs> take the I'll take the Knicks over the Bucks, the Nets, or the Sixers. True. Like where they are right now, I don't know how they got there. They were the eleventh seed. I feel like a couple of weeks ago, um, and like that roster is not really that good. <laughs> No, it's just not. <laughs> How did they get here? I don't know. <laughs> and like, yeah, like obviously the Knicks are in the fourth seed. I feel like this is just a weird East year for standings. Like, yeah. The Heat and Celtics shouldn't be that low. No, they shouldn't be. Um, Even the Pacers are really low. They're like 10th right now, are they? Or 9th? They're 9th. 9th. Um, but yeah, like if Atlanta could end the season today, I think they'd happily do that and secure the fifth seed compared to playing one of those Giants. You don't the think they want to kind of fight for the fourth seed get home court no <laughs> I think they'll take their money and run because <laughs> <laughs> if they drop which you know these teams are knocking on their door better teams behind them are catching up to them um, yeah, you could you could just get swept like it's like the Hornets are going to yeah, yeah. alright uh, and my answer for this is the Clippers so the reason I have the Clippers here is because they get to avoid the Lakers till the conference finals if yeah. if this is what happens. Like so they'll very likely play as it stands right now, they'll play the Mavs in the first round. Uh I think the Clippers will win that matchup. I think you might have a slightly different opinion. Mm. Another houseman of ours definitely has a different yeah. opinion. <laughs> my yeah, my head tells me the Clippers will win, but my heart tells me the Mavs will win. <laughs> yeah. And then in the second round they're playing either the Jazz or the Suns, meaning they're not facing the Lakers until the conference finals. And I think that's what would make them really happy. Because for sure. I would definitely pick the Clippers over the Jazz or the Suns, I think. Mm, maybe not definitely, but maybe like not definitely. I think it'd be a long series for both of them. I think so. Yeah. But, but they're probably favourites of both. But yeah, I, I just think they'd rather stay in the four seed. They still have home court advantage of the first round. They won't get in the second round, obviously. Yep. But does it matter that much if you don't have to face the Lakers? Uh, that's obviously the team to get away from. Yeah. Out west. Just run uh, as far as you can. It feels like every, even this is a bit of a weird standing for the for the West. Because yeah, because the like Lakers the, are at six. I feel like the top two teams aren't either of the top two scariest teams out West. No, I don't think they are. I feel it's the Lakers and the Clippers and then maybe the Nuggets. I think so as well. <laughs> and then probably the Suns and Jazz. And probably, the yeah. yeah. Um, 
But like, it, it, I don't know. You're used to the best teams being at the top, and then you're like, yeah, well, the Blazers, the Grizzlies, who cares? They were going to lose anyway. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter who they match up against. We might as well throw them against the best teams and let them lose there. Yeah. But now it's just <laughs> like one of these top teams is getting in a bit of trouble. Yeah, early on, uh, and especially like the Lakers at six, which yeah, they're probably going to s- they could move up or they could. They're not going to move down. I feel like. Um, Something a game between them and the Blazers. Yeah, but I feel like with LeBron, yeah, drop, with no. LeBron and AD back, um, but that would be funny. That would be funny. Imagine the, the seventh seed. Imagine the Lakers having to play in the plane. <laughs> LeBron would be so pissed. But <laughs> 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 you tell me, after played two extra games or an extra game, like just yeah. Oh, and if they lost to the Grizzlies, he has to play against Steph. That'd be spicy. One of them makes the playoffs. One of them misses. What a scare that would be too, <laughs> <laughs> if the Lakers drop the first play-in game. <laughs> And like, well, now I want that to happen. No, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> if if Lakers are out of the West playoffs, I just don't want to see the finals because it's gonna be it's gonna be a wash. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, um, but yeah, the Lakers are the sixth seed, like kind of obviously the best team out West. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's interesting how it's all sort of turned out this year, um, and I feel like COVID's had a COVID and injuries have obviously been a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, but um. But yeah, yeah, the, the Clippers, yeah, obviously. The happiest team is the team that gets to avoid the Lakers as long as possible. Yeah, and that's the Clippers right now, for yep. sure. All right, uh, let's get to our final question, which is, which play-in lock is the most hopeful in securing a playoff spot? And we have the same answer here. Yeah. It's yeah. the Warriors. It's the Warriors. They're, um, they're going to make it. Yeah, I feel like they are. I mean, I wouldn't bet my house on it like that one guy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit tough. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like the Warriors, both East and West, are... Pretty much a lock. Yeah. Yeah, in the play-in. Like, I, yeah, I have no doubt in my mind that they could beat the yeah. teams above them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I said, I wrote the question, I wrote, you know, uh, like a play-in lock, as in, I feel like the Blazers are kind of, like, they're not going to be, obviously they're going to be in the play-in, but they're not in danger of falling down. Yeah, I don't really. think so. And then uh, the Heat in seventh also aren't in danger of falling down. There's sort of three teams in each conference. And like, also, I feel like the teams below 10th right now are also out of it. I think so. Like, the, I think both of them are three or three and a half games yeah, back. Yeah, they're all three games back. Yeah, so they're pretty much out of it, uh, which is the Pelicans and then the... The Pelicans, Bulls, and Raptors are all three games back. Yeah, they're all out of it. I'd, I'd, I'd safely assume. Yeah, they're not coming back. Yeah, Um. so... But yeah, the Warriors, obviously, it's the Steph Curry factor. Oh, for sure. Like, he can just... I, he can absolutely drag this team to the 8th seed, or even the 7th Wait, can he technically... He has to get the 8th seed, doesn't he? Yeah, it would have to be the 8th seed. Yeah. Unless, well, they're only half a game back of the Grizzlies, so if they get into the 8th seed, then they play the Blazers in the first game, and then they can get the 7th seed. Right. And yes. then the Blazers are then fighting the the fighting the Grizzlies or the Spurs for the 8th seed. Right, so I guess the Blazers aren't technically out of the play-in. Um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I can see that happening, kind of. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, um, I could see the Blazers dropping a little bit. Uh, I don't know what the schedule's like, but yeah, obviously the Warriors, most dangerous player on the court most times. Um, they could definitely secure a playoff spot. Mm, but the Grizzlies do have a fairly easy schedule. They have the Knicks tomorrow, but then they have the Wolves, Pistons, Raptors, Pelicans. I thought about the putting the Grizzlies down for a second, but Steph's Steph. Yeah. yeah. But they do play the Warriors at the end of the season. That's it. That's, That's interesting. I wonder game. if it comes down to that. That'd be pretty That would be crazy. That'd like, be which one gets the eight? Which one gets the nine? Yeah. And then, yeah, will they play again? Um, let's see here. That's it for that answer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Warriors. It's Steph. We shouldn't even... We Which shouldn't, Eastern team? Um, the most hopeful. 
of just it's the heat. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, even though I don't feel like they'll be there long. Yeah, like I'm seventh. The heat or the Celtics, and I'm a hundred percent sure they'll be the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, and like of teams that I feel like are kind of fighting for a playoff spot, it'll be the Hornets. I feel like they're the most hopeful. I think so. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd almost put the Heat and Celtics down as a lock for the playoffs. I don't know. The Wizards are do give me a bit of a scare. Yeah, we did talk about that. Was it last week or something yeah. like that? The Wizards are scary. They're on a run right now. Westbrook's being doing Westbrook things. Yeah. Um, so they are a bit scary, but I don't know if I'm super-duper scared of them. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I just, I'm ready to count out the paces, though. Yeah, what a weird season from the Pacers. Should like, have been. They should be like a fifth seed. Yeah, like they are. They should be better than the Knicks, but they're not. Like they've got. They should definitely be better than the Hawks. Oh, for sure. They've got and the Hornets. They've got a lot of talent. Um, Sabonis started off the year like an MVP candidate. Yeah. Um, and then it all just sort of fell apart. With Brogdon was a legit All Star candidate. Yeah, he was putting up like twenty and tens. Um. He's fallen off. Turner, Turner. Turner was like my defensive player of the year in mm. the first quarter when I think we did that. Um, it's all just sort of fallen apart as the season's gone on. It's very uncharacteristic of this Pacers team. Like, I feel yeah, like they feel like a team that should just be there. Yeah, they feel like should just be able to pencil them into like the seventh or eighth seed. Yeah, usually at least. Yeah. yeah. All right, is that all you were to say on our questions? I think so. All right, let's get to my top three stats of the week. So, first stat here is Luka, Luka Doncic had 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 20 assists. Only the fourth time in NBA history this has happened with Russell Westbrook, Magic Johnson, and Oscar Robertson. Elite company for another triple-double machine like those other three. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now, next one here is Tatum. 60 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 73-point percentage. Only the second player ever joining Bradley Beal from earlier this season. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not know... <laughs> I don't remember Bradley Beal doing this earlier in the season anyway. There's only been three 60-point games this season, Tatum, Beal, and Curry. Yep, right. And, yep, Bradley <laughs> Beal had 60 points, five rebounds, five assists, and shot 70% from three. T- Tatum technically shot 71% from three, and he had eight rebounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we want a bit of comparison. Yeah. And also, yeah, he tied Larry Bird for most points ever scored by a Celtic anywhere. Yeah, um, and so. if that end one went down... Oh, he should have got that end one. Just he shouldn't the, have. Just for the culture. <laughs> yeah, for the culture. <laughs> yeah, like, he would have had 61. Um, but, yeah, it's it's it was awesome to see. He was just hitting everything. Yeah. Setbacks, mid-range, whatever you gave him. All right, and then my final stat here is Kevin Porter Jr. had yes. 50 points and 10 assists, shooting 60% from the field and 60% from three. Three other players have done this. Can you name them? This is going to be crazy. Is Harden one of them? Harden is one of them, yes. Okay. Um... Kevin Durant? No. No. Okay, so this other guy is also still playing. One of these other guys is still playing. Steph? No. You're in the right realm. Clay? <laughs> no. Nah. Dame? Different. Dame. Yep. yep. Right. All right. And then this third guy. You wouldn't really think of him as like a crazy high scorer. My guess is this is possibly his career high. I imagine for 50. So he's a point guard. Yep. Not the highest scorer in the world. Right. I will say I don't have to look anything about this guy up if that helps. It's not Andre Miller. Did Andre Miller do this? I would have to look stuff up about okay. Andre Miller. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be Andre Miller fan. Um, I think he played for the Nuggets. Um, don't have to look up stuff about him. Not in the slightest. He has one of the easiest careers to follow. Really? Steve Nash? No. No. Easier. Easier to follow. Like, I know, I know exactly where this guy is every year of his career. 
I don't know that. Because it's all with the same team. All with the same Except team. Except one season. Right at the end. Why do I feel like I should know this, but I don't? I feel like you might. Yeah. Few, few All-Stars. Finals MVP. What? Pretty How sure. recent? He retired, like, three years ago? We were talking about this the other day. Guy who were like, why did he ever go to that other team for his final year of his career? Oh. Was he Finals MVP? He was, yes. Why don't I know this? You should know this. I should know this. You really should. Wait. Oh. Oh, Tony Parker? Yeah. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. We did talk about this the other day. <laughs> um, wow, he did that? Yeah. 50 points, 10 assists. Yeah, 60% for the field, 60% for three. I would not think of him as a guy who scored 50. No. Who's the weirdest guy that's ever scored 50 that you can remember? No, you're putting me on the spot here. On I don't know. Mo Williams always gets me. He put up 50 with the T-Wolves one year. Like, in the last, like, five years. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of nuts. <laughs> Let's see. Let me see what Tony Parker's career high is. It's 55. Shout out. Seems like it was that same season, actually. Interesting. Was he all-star that year? Have to be. 2008, 2009. Yep, he was all-star. Then he wasn't all-star the following two years, which is interesting. All the Spurs guys are like that, though. Everyone that isn't Duncan is like that. What, they have, like... All-Stars. Yeah, like check out Ginobili's All-Star years. They're like four years apart or something, I feel like. There's only two of them, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they're like four years apart or something. That sounds about right. It's yeah. like when we have enough spots, we give it to yeah. you. Yeah. Because like, oh. like you definitely deserve it, but like yeah. we need enough spots here. Yeah. Yeah, 2004, 5, and then 2010, 11. Wow. That's, is that six years? Or five years? Uh, One, two, three. Five seasons between those two. That's nuts. <laughs> Is that the longest distance between All-Star games? Chris Paul? Surely it wasn't that long for Chris Paul. I don't know. When was his last one for the Thunder? Because he made it last year. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I th- There'd be a couple of like really weird ones in there. Like between all I guess between All-Star appearances are a weird one. Mm. All of Joe Johnson's ones were in a row, weren't they? I honestly don't know. <laughs> Surely. Well, like, just to quickly bring it back to um, Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah. What a, what a goddamn game. <laughs> what a game. What a G. That dude scores buckets. And he gets assists, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Ten assists. He was... Uh, did you hear the um, the comment he made on um, Kenyon Martin Jr.'s uh, IG Live? Was it just, I had Drew Holiday sliding Yeah, I had or Drew Holiday sliding his ass around the court. <laughs> That was hilarious. <laughs> and he did. Like, Drew Holiday's like an elite defender. And he was just cooking him the whole yeah. game. It was crazy. <laughs> Hitting step back threes and everything. It was an awesome game. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get on to your plus minus of the week. So, my first one here, sort of obligatory blowout. And this is a hell of a blowout to talk about. Uh, the Pacers blew out the Thunder by, how many was it? Was it 57? 57. 57. Being, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you were saying it was nearly 67, but yeah. I think it was 67 at one point, but yeah. then the garbage thund- time, they yeah, brought the, it back. The Thunder brought it back. Um, my first one from that is Kenrich Williams, who was a minus 31 in 15 minutes. What? Yeah. Sure. Just I mean, yeah. Getting scored on. 
a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense for the... You know, so final. was everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. It wasn't much better for anyone else on the Thunder. <laughs> I'll say that much. Did anyone come close to have you, like, I even mean, zero? I think there were some minuses on the Pacers. I'm going to check this. Because it was just today. Actually, there was minuses on the Pacers. Let me um, check this. And... Which means, I guess, there was some pluses on the Thunder. Mm, that's not how that works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there was one minus, uh, Kenny Martin. Minus one, wasn't it? Minus one, yeah. yeah. Uh, no pluses on the Thunder, not even close. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah, minus 31 wasn't even the worst. It was just minus the 42, Theo Melodon. Yeah, it was just the amount of time in which he acquired the minus was pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> in 15 minutes. <laughs> um, who do I go with here? Uh, number two was all the Nuggets starters, and you pointed this one out to yeah. me today. Um, even in a six-point win, all the Nuggets starters were in minuses today. Every one of them. Even Jokic, who put up, what did you finish with? Like 32 and 11 and 7 or something like Probably. that? Probably. That sounds like a Jokic stat line. Sure. Um, but Austin Rivers, coming in clutch, recent signee to the Nuggets, mm-hmm. a plus 22 in 25 minutes, I think, for the Nuggets. <laughs> Just going out there and... Securing the W, it seems like. Yeah. You know, that's what the stats tell us. Um, even though he wasn't that efficient. Uh, no, he was one for seven. Yeah, one for seven. But playing defense, passing the ball. <laughs> getting. I feel like he was out there when Jokic went on that awesome third quarter run. Probably, but like Jokic was still a minus. Somehow. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very interesting for the Nuggets. And then last but not least here, um, number one. Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez were a plus 31 and a plus 30, respectively, in only a 10-point win over the Bulls. Getting it done. Get carrying it, your team. Carrying it. No Giannis, no problems. I don't think he played this game. Chris Middleton was only a plus 5, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, but in a 10-point win, plus 31 and plus 30. That's the a duo. The, the real all-star duo <laughs> for the for the um, Bucks. Yeah. Hey, each of those guys has made one all-star game. That is a factual statement. <laughs> yeah. That, that is not, there's no lie in that sentence. <laughs> when was Brooks all-star game? I'm going to say it was like 13, 14, if I'm going to take a guess. Mm, I, I feel like it might have been a couple of years before that. Really? I feel let, like me, was, let me check. I feel like it was 11-12, maybe. That sounds also... Because 13-14, right. I followed the league then. 12-13, so it was between our two. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah. 12-13, 19.5 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist. Never got a lot of boards, did he? No, he was never a rebounder. Did he ever average double digit? Double no. Digit? Highest, 8.6 in his second season, which is still pretty good. Yeah, but for like a 7-foot-1, dude. Hmm. Very puzzling. Very yeah. weird. Shut up, Brook Lopez. Yeah, the se- that 11-12 season, he played five games. Nice. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get on to Baywatch. Hey, Dylan, you did Baywatch this week, so do you want to take us through this? I did. Only two games. Only two. Week. Very surprising. Hmm. I, even, I double, I triple checked. Only two games this week. Um, but a very good week. For for the Mr. Mr. Bay himself. Um, in his first game, he had 18 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and 1 steal, shooting 50-50 and 66 from the free throw line. Very good. Uh, he had 66. Th- yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was 2 for 3 or something like that. Um, had 4 threes in that game, but unfortunately was a minus 10 in a 10-point loss to the Mavs. Average. Average. <laughs> Very average. Uh, but that's above average, right? For a rookie, 4 threes? Oh, yeah. 50%. That's pretty tight. That's tight. That's yeah. tight as hell. Um, 
And then I feel like his second game here actually got a bit of media love. Um, he had 22 points, uh, seven rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks, uh, shot 33% from the field. Yeah. 41 from three. Yeah. Uh, 75 from the free throw line. Hmm. I didn't know what to do about that. <laughs> <laughs> and he had five threes in this game. Very nice. Um, yeah, uh, minus three, you know, 13 point loss. Not his fault. Not his fault. He was out, he was doing the most. Um, so shout out to Dick Bay. Shout out. Another great week. Our guy. I have been meaning to ask this. Are we going to continue doing Baywatch for his entire career? I feel like we should. Should, should we? we? I mean, we we picked him. He's our guy. Yeah, but do we get a new rookie next year? I mean, we can just accrue a roster of guys, you know. And we just check on all of them? Yeah. <laughs> all right, sure. I'm just going to come up with be- <laughs> names for everyone now. <laughs> like, if you pick some foreign guy next year, they I'm going to be No, it can all be Baywatch. Baywatch is the inaugural guy. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Baywatch, we're checking on Bay and his disciples. His yeah. disciples. The yeah. disciples of Bay. That actually sounds sick. <laughs> that does sound sick. I'm going to get that tattooed across my chest. <laughs> <laughs> like Merlin's switchblade. Merlin's switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a name I came up that with was yesterday. An inside joke, but it's an excellent inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to our League Pass games to watch. I kind of phoned in the first one here. Nuggets out Lakers, obviously. obviously. <laughs> on Tuesday the 4th. First round matchup preview. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, yeah. I mean... But the thing is, if the Nuggets win this game, they essentially solidify <laughs> the fact that they're going to be playing the Lakers in the first mm, round. Throw it? <laughs> Maybe. Give them a chance. <laughs> but the thing is, if they throw it and then they drop oh. back down and the Lakers go back up. <laughs> oh, that is tough. Yeah. <laughs> that is very tough. Uh, I mean... Catch 22. Can't do much about that. Yeah. Um, also, on that same day, I've got Blazers at Hawks. I tried to go sort of games this week that have playoff implications in terms of seeding and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, here, I'm I'm rooting for a Blazers win and a Hawks loss because I need the Hawks to drop. I need it to start happening very soon. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, that's that's actually my main reason. I just want the Hawks to drop. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of went with similar things, uh, which is why I went with Warriors at Pelicans for my next one. It's It'll be make or break for the Pelicans. I, like, the Pelicans have a very slim chance of yeah. still pushing for the play-in, but if they lose this game, they're out. There's it's just yeah. no way coming back. This might legitimately just, like, actually eliminate them. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Like, who's so, yeah. The war- who's the team below the war- oh, Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, big game for the Pelicans. They have to win that one. Yeah. Um, another game here, uh, for me, also on Wednesday, is the Mavericks at the Heat. Now, this is a bit of a catch-22 for you, because you need the Mavericks to lose... But I need the Heat to win. Right. And so I'm going to be rooting for the Heat. Wait, I need the Mavs to lose? <laughs> to drop to six. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Wait, so has this a catch-22? It sounds like oh, we're, both, actually, here, no, we're right. both cheering for the Heat. Let's go Heat, Let's go baby. Heat. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be watching this one very intently. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, at, at Miami, a game that the Heat could win. So, Yeah. Yeah. All right, and my last one here is Wizards at Pacers on Sunday the 7th. The 9th and 10th seeds. Hmm. Maybe jockeying for who gets the 9th, who gets the 10th. I don't think it matters. Is there home court? I guess there would be home court for the play-in. Like, the, you play so. on the 9th seeds court. Right, yeah. Probably. That would make sense. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Get the home money. I still have a sneaking suspicion that we might get, like, 75% crowds for the playoffs. 
I'd like way higher attendance. I wouldn't fight you on that. Yeah, I'm almost considering betting a hundred percent attendance, but I'm maybe mm. not that committed to it. But I feel like seventy five is well within 70, play. Yeah, because you know, obviously the vaccine rollout in the US has been going strong. If um, they're seventy five percent vaccinated. Yeah, well, I mean, the UFC just ran a hundred percent attended event, which is in Florida, which, which is, still has, <laughs> which still has COVID problems. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been trying to see if anything blew up from that, but you know, the NBA they seem a bit more concerned a about bit. it, yeah, than the UFC. But um, I don't know if they can do it. <laughs> Surely they're, they're smaller crowds in uh, at basketball games. Yeah, they're not filling out like football stadiums, so. Yeah, I feel like we should get some, should get some attendance. Yep. That'd be good for the playoff atmosphere too. Oh, for sure. For sure I missed sure. it last year. Yeah, after yeah, seeing it was weird. after seeing clips of like the 2019 finals in Toronto, it's sort of weird looking back at last year. It was kind of funny though. It was a little bit funny. <laughs> Just seeing, I like seeing the um, the benches, you know, sort yep. of make up the difference. Yeah, yeah, doing the most. Yeah, um, and yeah, my last game to watch next week is on Friday the seventh. Um, Lakers at Clippers. Um, I almost picked this game. I, I legitimately left it because I thought you would pick it. I yeah. wanted you to have first crack at something. <laughs> um, even if this doesn't shape anything out for the playoffs, it's just a good game to watch. Oh, of course. yeah. Especially definitely. since LeBron is back. Yeah. All right. And let's get to our final segment here in Ready to Bury Them. So we haven't decided who we're burying, but we could do it on the fly. I mean... Do we want to bury the Raptors? I mean, like, realistically, we could Raptors the, uh, bury the Raptors, Bulls, and Pelicans, but we need someone for next week. Yeah, is next week the last week? I think so. No, no, it wouldn't be. There's, like, so seven-ish games left, so, so I think we've got two weeks. This week's games, which would leave us, like, three, and then next week's show, which would leave us with the last week. So I feel like we should bury two this week, one next week, right? Yeah? Yes, yes. Yeah. So should we just right, because team offic- the teams will be officially eliminated after that. Yeah. Should we just get rid of the East? Get rid of the East, sure. Yeah, I mean, the Raptors and Bulls are not getting a play-in spot. No, they're not. No, It's weird to say that they're not catching the Wizards the of Wizards. all teams. But <laughs> After you know. this season, for sure. Um, bit of sad news for the Raptors. Yeah. How, they've No, they don't have the longest playoff streak. That was the Rockets, but they must be up there. I think they're second. Second, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a bit sad. Obviously, Lowry's still there, might not be there after the off-season. Yeah. Siakam had a bit of an off year. What else happened? Van Fleet, this was his first year of payday. Mm. There was some hope for this team. OG didn't take the step I wanted him to take this year. No, no, he didn't. Um, Boucher was a bright spot, though. He was a bright spot, yeah. He's fifth in the league in blocks and is playing 24 minutes a game. Weirdly, that doesn't surprise me. No one's Noel is third and is playing that less than 24 minutes a game. does surprise me. No one's Noel, really? Yeah, yeah. He's third wow. in the league, playing less than 24 minutes a game. I wow. Think play- oh, I think he's playing 23.9. Okay. Yeah, but... But no one's Noel. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out the Knicks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he'll either Raptors, Carl Lowry's still with them. Mm. But he's going to dig out of his... He's going to dig out of that I grave. I was going to say, we might soon. dig him out later and <laughs> shoot him <laughs> off somewhere else. But also the Bulls. Yeah. Who... Just they fell apart. They did, but they didn't have Zach Levine. Can't blame him. Can't blame you him. Can't. He both had an injury and he also got COVID. Yeah. So he lie the Bulls. He missed the playoff despite trading for Vooch. Tough look, but I don't know. I'm still hopeful. Next year, baby. Next year. Next year. Uh, they'll beat the Horn. No, yeah, they'll beat the Hornets probably. <laughs> mm. Oh, mm. 
mellow. I could see some, you know, some early buyers heading to the Hornets a little bit early to mm. play with Lamelo. You know, they might pick up one decent. We've still got Gordon Hayward there. That's it. The Bucks are the playoffs. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> now the Celtics. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> but like, actually, maybe. Actually, let's not talk about that. I don't want the Hawks to I- fall off. Yeah, that makes more sense. Sorry, sorry don't go off yourself, expense. <laughs> don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's just about it I for this episode. Yeah. All right, so if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or a view. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at StatStuffers. You can follow us on Instagram at Stat underscore Stuffers. You can email us at StatStuffersVibe at gmail.com. Other than that, thanks for joining us, and cheers. Cheers. <laughs>